This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... devil are we all welcome along it's different day this week um just to confuse things because of matches we uh we played burnley on tuesday and guess what 
we won. Yes, we did. And I, and don't tell Steve, because I, I don't think he's watching this bit, but I think he actually predicted a 1-0 win. I think he was supposed to be to Burnley. Um, because he, he uses his site, you know, his reverse psychology, and I think I typed it in wrong as a one nil to Leicester, but he got, he got a point. Shh, shh, don't, don't, don't tell him I did that. Don't tell him I did that. It is the prediction show. We can we make it two in a row? Leads with a new manager coming along. Uh, this is the prediction show. It's the Lesser Till I Die Premier League Prediction Show with Chris, Brad and regular special guest, ex-Lester City player Steve Linex. Like and subscribe now. It is the Prediction Show, and if you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. Please make sure to to smash that like button and give us a subscribe. And if you are catching up on uh, Podcaster, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, thank you for listening in. Over 20,000 downloads. I know I keep saying this, but it's just it blows my mind. 20,000 downloads in just over a year. Totally amazing. Thank you to everybody. You obviously think I've got a face for radio because you prefer to listen to me rather than watch me. And I can't blame you. I get Brad on as much as I can for the good lucky one, but he's taken now, so I don't see him as often. But um, yeah, anyway, moving on quickly. Um, look who's got 100. Yes. You remember, and Steve will remember Brad saying, like, I'm walking away with this. He's not any longer. And Steve's coming up behind him as well. But uh, currently in the lead and the first one to get to 100 points, it's moi. What more can I say? What more can I say? Other than good evening, first of all, to Brad. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, I'm very well, thanks, Macy. How are you? I'm not so bad, thank you. All the women's viewers have just gone up as they realise I've brought you into the stream. Um, I highly doubt that, mate. <laughs> Anthony, good evening to you. How the devil are you? Hope you are well. Sorry for putting you on time out the other day. Uh, he, he kind of wound me up during, uh, during the watch along. And Jeff's here as well. Good morning, Jeff, over there in the Philippines. Uh, will Chris extend his lead? You know, my wife was always asking me about that. Or will Brad use his special powers to make a comeback? Will Steve dribble his way near the top? Well, he's been known for dribbling, but I think that's because he's getting on a bit. Good evening, Steve. How are you? Good evening, gents. Good evening, everybody. (laughs) You know I jest. You know I jest. Um, If anybody's dribbling, it's me. I think I am the oldest here. Um, So... We're going to get in. We're back to just for one week now. Um, good win, though, first of all. Um, obviously, with Brad and me, we've spoken about it. But, Steve, I don't know if you saw any of it at all, but it was uh, it was like like Leicester of old. Great win. Great to see Vardy back. Yes. And uh, hopefully, you know, um, fingers crossed, you know, you might see something happening over the next two or three games. Well, they are players are slowly starting to come back. I don't know, Brad. Did you ever hear of anything about Ricardo? Was he injured? Um, I heard that Ricardo said he felt his hamstring go tight, so precautionally, Rogers took him off. Didn't want to risk anything further. I haven't seen anything to confirm whether it 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 is a hamstring that has gone or if it was just a tight hamstring. Yeah, I suppose you could say that no news. Excuse me, no news is good news. 
that it yeah. just means it was a light hamstring and everything's okay. You'd feel that we'd hear something about it, especially uh, especially maybe just as a reassurance the fans can start to feel a bit more optimistic about the player's return. But maybe maybe they just want to make 100% sure so when he has his press conference, he can say oh, right yeah. up to the last minute, he's, he's just a bit yeah. as it is. But we'll have to wait to that. But let's yeah. just see it. There's no news is good news for now. Anthony, uh, I wish I'd had that a few years ago. He puts his missus on time out when she gets on his nerves. If I could have had one of those, I might still be married. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, don't mention the patio, whatever we do. Let's move on. First game, and it's probably the biggest game of the weekend. Oh, let me just move Steve there because uh, he's being covered up by my stand with Ukraine thing. There we go. If anybody's going to get covered up, it's me. Leeds uh, are coming to Leicester for the early kickoff on Saturday morning. Uh, we don't usually do very well in Le- uh, in these early kickoffs this season. We've struggled a little bit, but Leeds have been in free, feel, free fall as well, um, but they've got a new manager. Um, Brad, I mean, I don't know this new manager. I haven't sort of, hasn't really, well, he's got any premiership experience. Are we going to see a bounce with Leeds? It's, it's hard. It's hard to tell because normally, when you see a manager bounce, <laughs> they haven't seemingly got many a squad issue. It's just a natural effect that they, he can put the best performing players out there, and they go mm. and perform for them because they want to impress. You know, kind of like what you were saying when it was, <clears throat> excuse me, talk of Rogers. You know, if we got rid of him now, you know, you was arguing well, we've got rid of him now someone comes in they're going to have no transfer window they've still got the same injury problems yeah that's the thing that i'm i just don't see being able to take effect he might get a bounce out of the players naturally but still the same injuries still the same key players missing we've just got a very much needed three points which given the state of the season probably slams the door of fears of relegation regardless because when i had it sounds shocking but we've got that 30 points and we're at home I just don't see it changing a fate. I, I, I think Leeds are going to get worse before they're going to get better under this manager. I don't think it's just something that just fixes itself like that. No, no. So I'm already going for a Leicester win. You are going for a Leicester win. They'll put you in now there. Now I've jinxed it. I'm sorry. Let's put you there. Now, yeah, well, yeah, you're, you don't jinx it as much as I do. But, uh, I mean... Steve, Bielsa was such a good fit there, and he has. I know he only ever signs one one sort of season contracts at a time, but a bit like you know, sometimes these managers, when you stick with them, when you go down, as in Sean Dice, they bring you straight back up again. Have have Leeds made a mistake sacking him? Um, it's hard to say really because Leeds. You know, Leeds are a funny team. Like we said a few weeks ago, it all depends mm. on which Leeds turns up. But I can't see them bouncing out of with a new manager straight away because, you know, the same players are still in there. They're still going to be still playing the same way. He's not going to make too big a change. He's just going to try and, you know, um, balance, balance the ship and try and, you know, stop them yeah. losing a few games. But... It's going to be interesting now because I think the bottom three, they've been in um, the battles week in, week out all the mm. season. But now the pressure's on like the top three just above. You've got Leeds, you've got Everton, you yeah. know, you've got um, Brentford. I think 
the pressures on more of those teams that's just above the bottom three because the bottom three have had their bad, bad runs all through the season. So, you know, the three teams have got, got to be very careful above now because they are catchable the way people are playing. Well, I mean, Brentford, who are in 15th, which you normally think is is reasonably safe, but they're only three points um, above Burnley. In fact, Newcastle, and Newcastle obviously are the informed team at the moment, but, you know, they're, they're on 25, but I think, I think Newcastle are going to be all right. We'll come to them later. But like you say, the pressure's on them, especially because Burnley have started... You know, well, up until obviously when they met the mighty foxes, up until then they they were they were getting a few uh, few runs together, and of course they did us all a favour when when they beat Tottenham. But can you see Leeds getting anything here, or are you going for Leicester win? Well, I can't do the reverse psychology this week because I think um, I don't think Leeds are going to um, do anything. I think. No. Um, it's going to be too major for them to do big, big changes. And if they do big, big changes, then it's in Leicester's favour. Yes. And then, again, if they play the way they are playing, it's in Leicester's favour again. So it's a hard one to call, but nice to see Leicester get a bit of a run now. And I think yes. it'll make them bounce. And I can't see Leeds getting this out of this one. We, we've, I've said this so many times this season past Man United, uh, past Liverpool, oh, this is going to be the game that turns our season round. And it it, it never has. Um, Leeds, I mean, they've not won, they've drawn one in five, and that was against a, a, a certainly an up-and-down Aston Villa. You know, lost to Everton, which <laughs> that's hard to do, isn't it? Uh, they lost to Man United, Leeds stuffed them, and even Tottenham stuffed them. Ten goals in two games, and obviously... That led to Bielsa being being sacked. But, you know, Leicester, we're suddenly up to 30th. One good game and everything seems rosy in the garden. But it's at Leicester. I don't think they're going to get worry, out. That's the worry with Leicester because they can't, you know, they can't go by the last game. And I think they will. I think that's what they've been doing this year. They've been getting one good game and they think they're OK. And mm. they drop the so you know they've got to say now, right? This is it. We've we've changed it. We've changed the way we've been playing. Get with the results. So we work harder and harder and harder. And that's the only thing you can do. But if Leicester think that they're this one result's going to pull them out of it, they've got to be careful. Oh, they're definitely one hundred percent. But I think for me, we got the we got the performance and we got the result as well. And we've not always had both of those together at the same time this season. And you could, uh, you know, you could say, well, it was only a Burnley side. This is a Burnley side that, that, that held Man United and, and beat Tottenham. So they, they can't be taken lightly. And it was at, uh, it was at the turf, but I, I've got to go for Leicester. I mean, if we lose this, then like you say, it's, <laughs> we can't keep going through the season, win one, lose one win one, lose one. We've got to get some consistency there. Um, Anthony's gone for a 2-1 Leicester. Uh, Jeff, thank you, Anthony. Jeff has gone for must be a Leicester win. No new manager bounce in this game. Um, I don't think it can be a new manager when he's got no experience and he's coming into this totally blind. But it is the early morning kickoff. I can say it is 12.30 on BT Sport on the Saturday morning. And we have got this while it's on. 
This is the Leicester Till I Die Watch Along Show. Join in the chat and don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, we're having another watch along. I've banished the <laughs> badges to get a new watch along. You did ask, uh, who did that do? I can't remember. I didn't forest the second. We lost both, but I broke that hoodoo, Brad. So we're going to have two wins on the trot on the Leicester Till I Die watch along. And we, it's great fun because we're going to be doing it with a Leeds fan. And I love doing it, the fact that you've got the fans are from different teams. Not quite as manic as the old Sky Sports. Uh, what did they used to call it? Fanzo. Fanzo. Not quite as mad as that, but, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how many we put past Leeds. Um, right. The second game, gentlemen, Aston Villa against Southampton. I was actually watching a Southampton uh, show just before we came live here. And, of course, they beat West Ham yes, in the FA Cup last night. Uh, well done, Southampton. They're having a, a, a not a bad old season. I mean, they sat in ninth. They've not lost in five. Um, they beat Tottenham 3-2 in something like the 93rd minute. Again, well done, Southampton. Uh, <laughs> they beat Everton and they beat Norwich. And they say they're through in the cup. They're having a, a, a quiet season going under the radar there. Villa... I just think Gerard has really. I mean, what can I say about Villa? I mean, they, you know, they did win last time out against Brighton and Hove Albion. Sorry, Brad, which was a bit of a surprise, if I'm honest with you. Um, but they'd lost the previous two, and again, I think Gerard is like Steve said there with Villa. It's almost win lose, win lose, win, and you, you kind of can't. I can see Southampton. For me, I'm going to go first on this one, and I'm going to say I'm going to see it as an away win, and I think Southampton will get all three points here. Steve, where do you see it going? I'm I'm on your side. I think Southampton's in a great purple patch at the moment. Mm. Confidence, the way they're playing, the team's playing for each other, they're getting the results, and I think that's going to carry them on now for the next two or three weeks. Might take them to the end of the season. They're yeah. doing a, like West Ham are. They're, they're getting the, the run at the right time. So, um, Villa is stuttering. I don't think he's found his um, his best formation or his best team yet. And I think he's still trying to work on that. That's why they're winning one, losing one. So, yeah. it'd be hard time for Villa. So, I think Southampton. And, uh, Brad, I mean, you know, I like Southampton. They've stuck by a manager not many would have done that have you know, had two 9-0 defeats in two seasons. Uh, I thought, I said, I do like them for that. He is, I think, a very underrated manager. I think, you know, I don't think Graham Potter's any better than him. I think he, you know, he really is good. Do you agree with the both of us or are you going to be different? I mean, I agree in the terms that Southampton are having a nice run at the moment, very strong form. Um, Villa have kind of fallen off a bit, haven't they? They've kind of, Taking the foot off the gas, you know, mm. uh, since since he arrived and they were looking really good when he first got here, but now it's settled down a bit. Um, I'm not sure if they've had any troubles or players missing for a period of time. I don't know what their injury situation is, but they just seem to be a bit lestery in terms of their consistency. But Southampton do go through patches, but then they go through patches where they they don't really get a win when they're expected to. I mean, mm. they're doing the right things to be where they are, beating the likes of Everton and Norwich. Um, so you'd expect them to probably beat an informed Villa. But 
I've just got a funny feeling that Villa are going to nick something from this game. Uh, I don't think they'll win it, but I think they'll nick a point from this game. So I'm going to go for a draw. You're going down the middle. Right. Um, Jeff, yep. Thank you very much for uh, that. You were in the last uh, watch along. You were in a, Can you believe I'm actually sat down here on the south coast of England watching the game from the Midlands in the same country. And Jeff, who was on the other side of the world down there in the Philippines, was actually ahead of us on the game. <laughs> I mean, technology, technology. Um, but, yeah, thanks thanks very much for your kind words uh, there, Jeff. Um, look forward to chatting with you on Saturday. Um, Scott, hello. Uh, all thought I'd make an appearance. Oh, you've got a letter from your mother. You're late again, mate. <laughs> Hope you well and uh, keep him well. And he's gone 3-0 Leicester. Um, yeah, I, I think it could be, to be honest with you. And he's caught us up because he's gone for a draw, a Desmond there with a 2-2 uh, between Villa and Southampton. Um, Steve, I'll come to you first with this one. Burnley-Chelsea, it, it's only going to go one way, isn't it? Yeah, Burnley. I think uh, really? Chelsea... No, I wasn't can't... expecting that. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm a bit shocked on that one. <laughs> no, I think... Uh... Watching the last few games with Chelsea, I think um, they've lost the killer, the killer touch. They're playing too much football. Uh, they're playing in front of teams instead of getting behind teams. And I think um, the way Burnley are with the dogged performance and whatever, I mm. think um, they'll wear them down and Burnley will get its second half. Um, if at most, I think Chelsea get a draw there. But no, I'm, I'm fancying Burnley on this one. You're going for Burnley. Um, Brad? Um, um, it's it's a difficult one. A part of me wants to agree with Steve and say Burnley because he's right in a sense. Chelsea look a bit lax today, physical. I mean, great effort by Luton, they played really well, but Chelsea just really seemed to labour to that win, didn't they? Uh, over them last night, and they just seem to have lost something. That energy just seems gone from that team. But I think Sean Dyche might face the same problem that he did against Leicester. And I, I don't know what the extent of Ben Mee's injury was in that game. But it didn't look good when he came off um, for them. And you could see that Leicester really were able to take advantage of that with all due respect to the, the lad that came on. And I think Chelsea might still be a bit lacklustre, but I just sense they're going to get a win here. I just feel like they're going to get the job done. It would be a scrappy game. It might be a bit fortunate, but I just feel they'll they'll, they'll just just lazily get the winner. I must admit, I mean, I was surprised by Burnley when we beat them because they've obviously they'd won a couple before that, uh, including Spurs, and it was at the turf, as in as indeed this game is. And Dan, obviously, the Burnley fan, Turf Morehouse TV, always. You know, said or not always, but he said you know they've got a habit of laying the red carpet out, but they hadn't been doing that recently. They kind of did against us. Um, I just, I know Chelsea. I said they did struggle against Luton. I was, I was really cheering on Luton to be honest with you. But I think, um, I mean, was that the first match after their World Club Championship win, Chelsea, or had they got another one? Whether well, that affects them with the travelling or not, I don't know. Um, Burnley won two in the last five, um, drawn one against Palace, and obviously lost. I, wa- I watched the Palace. I did a, I did a, 
uh, watch along with uh, with Dan, funnily enough, on that game, Burnley against Palace. And Burnley's problem were, was, sorry, it's very much like Leicester's. They played well in spurts in that game, but they didn't keep it up. And if they're going to do that against Chelsea, I'm going to have to agree with you, Brad, and I can see a Chelsea win here. Don't know whether it will be a big win. Might only be 1-0 or 2-1, something like that. But I can see Chelsea nicking it. Because um, I said, I think Burnley will just have that downtime. This is going to probably be for me, I'm going to come to Brad first on this one, but this for me is probably going to be the match of the weekend. I'm really looking forward to this one. Because Newcastle are finding the form. Yes, you could say they're buying the way out of it, but then... You know, any any club that's got money is is, is gonna is gonna do that uh, against the Brighton side, who have a good manager uh, yet to win anything, obviously, and yet to get them into Europe. Um, perfect time. To, Dan's just come in. Perfect time to come in. I bloody love Steve. <laughs> yeah, but what you don't know is look where he is in the table. <laughs> that's the thing. And he's doing it the Burnley style, mate. Yeah, it is very welcome along, Dan. How are you? You had me worried then. Thought he's not in. He's, he's must be, he must have been knocked over. Um, but no. Um, and how do you see this one going? Because, like I say, you have got two young British managers. Newcastle, they have started winning. Brighton still doing well for their standards. Which way do you see it, Brad? Well, I. For those of you that do follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I had to make a formal apology because since I've been since I've been dating Chloe, I predicted they'd get something against Manchester United, they lost. I predicted they'd get a win against Burnley, they lost. I predicted they'd beat Aston Villa, they lost. So for the sake of my relationship, my hormone, <laughs> and any other Brighton fan out there, I'm going to do a Steve Linex and say that Newcastle are going to win this in the hopes that Brighton win it so I can get out of the doghouse. So, yeah, I'm going for a Newcastle win for my own safety and nothing else. When we allow Steve to go against Spurs and Arsenal just because he hates the clubs, I can't argue with that, Brad. I haven't seen the apology. Is it on Twitter? I need to go. Yes, it is. It's a formal apology. I even tagged Brighton and her about me in football club. (laughs) (laughs) Now, then, Steve, you've you've not not going to get girlfriends who are Tottenham or Arsenal fans, I don't think. But. for different reasons, possibly. Which way do you see this one going? Oh, from now till the end of the season, I'm going to back Newcastle on most of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, they haven't brought themselves out of um, out of trouble. They're just playing their way out of trouble. It's mm-hmm. virtually the same team that's been playing before, but you're seeing now um, a 50% to 60% lifting all the players that are playing. Yes. I mean, you've got to say... Whoever came in post Steve Bruce was probably going to be able to t- turn the team, you know, around. He-, he wasn't the right fit for them, but you know, he was he was the chosen one. And but you've got a young manager that's come in there, and you know, I know you like him, Steve. I like him as well. Uh, um, he- he's what he's doing at Bournemouth is is amazing. I just hope we're not seeing like the Ollie effect of where you come in. Everything settles down, and you don't you don't just have a bounce, but you have a really long bounce. As we know with Ollie, it, it didn't last. Um, I'm going to upset. 
if he's got the choice of Burn getting the players in and you know nobody above him gets the wrong players, I mm. think he'll get his own players in and he'll do what he did at um, Bournemouth and he'll have a really good a good yeah. few seasons. So if you just I questioned when they got him in whether he was the long term choice, as in bring him in for a season or two, keep them up, get them established, uh, and then they'll go for the big name um, to go with the money. That said, you know, <laughs> the reason why it can't be him, um, you know, he's never had that sort of money to play with and those sort of players to bring in. He's, he's gone from shopping at, at Audi when he was at Bournemouth now to shopping at, you know, Harrods. So we will see, but... I want please apologise to Chloe for me, Brad. Nothing personal in it at all. She's a very nice girl, but I'm going to have to go for Newcastle because it's at Newcastle. Um, I hope she's not watching this because it's three of us have all gone against uh, against Brighton. I do hope Brighton do well. You know my thoughts on on Graham Potter, but as a club, I love to see these clubs doing well, and you know the others like the Tottenham's or what have you, struggling. So I apologise, Chloe. I'm sure Brad will chastise me afterwards, but I have gone for Newcastle win. As indeed has Scott. Um, if you want, uh, Chloe, after watching this, I have got the numbers for Samaritans if you <laughs> wish to use that. <laughs> um, Dan, that was a terrible joke. You're clearly spending too much time with Chris. It's rubbing off on you too much. Um, Jeff, yeah, Jeff's coming with Everton 1 0 up in the FA Cup. Oh, no, sorry, I thought you, I thought that was a prediction then. Sorry, um, oh, come on, Boreham Wood. I've got to say, and well, I think we'll, we'll do it, we'll wait until we come on to the Everton game, which is at the end, because I just want to say a word about Frank Lampard. Don't let me forget, right? Norwich against Brentford, Steve, a real six pointer, Brentford. Started off well, and everybody knows that I thought that they would stay up, um, but they are being dragged right down in it now. One point in the last five. Norwich had that little bit of a blip, a bit like Burnley did. You know, they had a couple of good wins, but they've lost the last three, um, including well, Man City, which was basically probably a given. And then they had Liverpool, <laughs> which was a given. Uh, and then the Southampton, who were playing well. Is this going to be a tight game, do you think? I think this is uh, your typical uh, championship game. Uh, they you know, they, they know each other well through the championship. Yeah. So, it could go either way. Either way, you know, on the form that both teams are playing, it could be, you know, either or either. So, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. You're going to go for a draw. I'm just going to have a quick look. What? Happened last time out earlier in the season. It was a Norwich win. Norwich won it 2-1 earlier in the season. That was that was on the 6th of November. Was that the game when um, Farker got, got sacked, Brad? Can you remember? I can't remember, mate. I cannot remember. It might well, One job, been. Brad. One job. Come on. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, host and researcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Steve, so you've gone for uh, Norwich, didn't you? No, draw. You went for a draw. Sorry, Steve. You went yeah. for a draw. Brad? See, the thing is for me is Norwich looked like they were on good form. And I know they played some difficult opposition afterwards, mm. uh, but they've not managed to rediscover that uh, form, to my knowledge. The form's not brilliant right now, is it? So, no. uh, granted, Nor is 
Uh, <coughs> nor has Brentford. They've been very shaky, to say the least. You know, like you said, one point and five. Um, but in the last game, they didn't do themselves any favours, obviously going down to 10 men. But mm. then they had the Christian Eriksen debut, which obviously lifted everybody. Everybody around the ground was on the feet applauding that. It was a very sentimental occasion. Yeah. He's probably, well, he will no doubt get that every game now until the end of the season, wherever he goes, to be fair. And Ivan Tony got some minutes on the pitch, um, I believe, as well. So they've missed him up front. They've not been as clinical up front. And I just, just got a feeling that while Norwich are nosediving a little bit, the Brentford might just nick a much-needed win here. So I'm actually going to go for Brentford to, to sneak this one um, okay. and get a, get, a, get a victory. I think there's, I think there's something that maybe gives them the win. It's maybe not the manager's case. It's maybe if he uses the right personnel, yeah, and like Ivan Tony back and, and Ericsson. You know, I this is the hardest one I think for me to predict. Um, they both need the points. Uh, Norwich said that they don't sort of obviously get cut loose at the bottom. Um, nearly burst into song then, but that was foot loose, wasn't it? And I, sorry guys, I um. Brentford need it to try and keep out of that relegation battle. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to, I'm going to have to agree with one of you because I can't see Norwich getting all three points. I'm going to be honest with you, but I am going to go for a draw. I'm going to go with Steve on this one. I think it is going to be be a draw, which, in fairness, probably won't be really good enough for either of them. You know, but. Moving on to the next game, Wolves against Palace. Now, if I say that this is a, a pretty even game, let me just read these stats out to you. Now, I know stats are just stats, but they've played each other seven times in the Premier League. Wolves have won three, Palace have won three, and there's been one draw. Wolves have won two at home, Palace have won two at home. Wolves have won one away. Palace have won one away. <laughs> I mean, you know, you split these, Steve. Last last time Palace beat Wolves 2-0, but we saw Wolves the other week. They're, they're, they're purring at the moment, aren't they? No pun intended. Yeah. Um, Palace are the draw specialists, I feel, mm. at the moment. Wolves, I think if they were playing at Palace, I'd, I'd have fancied them more because I think their waveform's a lot better than their home form. So, based on that, I'm going to go for a draw on this one. You're going for a draw. I've got, I mean, before I get back in, I'm just going to say I agree with you totally on that because of because basically of what I've just read out. Um, Brad? Uh, I actually think Wolves are going to walk away with this, actually. I think the same thing's happened to Palace that's happening at Villa, that new manager bounce, or as, as everybody likes to cheaply call it, or whatever, uh, is... It slowed out of the game with Vieira. The, the results were a little bit more inconsistent, and I'm, I, yeah, I think Wolves are Wolves are good for the win here. I think they'll get quite a comfortable win in in, in the end. Actually, to be fair, right. So we are going for a Wolves win for Brad. Um, Liverpool West Ham now. Liverpool are making a good fist of it, and they're actually at least making it exciting. Or you could say that, that Man City are making it exciting by losing. Um, 
Liverpool five wins out of five. You can't you can't fault their form. Um, they've got a game in six points behind, but have got a game in hand against City. They beat Palace. They beat obviously us. Um, they beat Burnley, but made hard work of it. They beat Norwich. And, of course, they still put six pass leads uh, last time out. West Ham played midweek, uh, lost to Rosetta Southampton in the Cup. Uh, so whether that gives them a G up or not, who knows. But West Ham lost to Man United, beat Watford, drew with Leicester, uh, drew with Newcastle, and they beat Wolves 1-0. Um, Brad, I'll come to you first. Uh, who's going to come away with the points here? This is, for me, probably the hardest one to predict because this really does depend on West Ham. Liverpool are in fine form at the moment. They're, they're really sensing, you know, they, they can smell the blood, as I'd say, with Manchester United, uh, Manchester City. They, 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 they took a dent in their armour, didn't they, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. dropped some points, and then all of a sudden maybe even they, they afforded themselves to believe that they could still catch Man City uh, and, and chase down a second Premier League title. But West Ham have a habit, and I said they're very similar to us of the previous few seasons. Well, they're at this stage now when they're playing the harder teams, they're up for it, really up for it. They really go at them and they nick a point here and they get a shot win there. I mean, they did really well to come out with the win against Wolves. That was an impressive win considering the form Wolves have been in throughout most of the season. Uh, but then they get a draw against Newcastle. This is before... You know, they're on good form. They struggle to draw against us. You know, they have to throw the ball in the net to get a point from us. Um, <laughs> I will argue. <laughs> you know, what Watford, well, Watford either pull off a miracle or get smashed. So, you know, that was probably more, less less of a surprise. But other results they've been having recently, when, when they've not needed to step up to the plate or they're expecting to win, they seem to fall short. Now they go mm. to Anfield. I think Liverpool just get the job done. But I don't think it'll be as comprehensive as people might think. I might think this might be a high score one. I was going to go draw, but I'm going to have Liverpool and I'm going to go for a while 3 2 just, just to get that out there as a score prediction. But I think Liverpool get the job done. Right. Steve, is it a difficult one for you? No. I think Liverpool's going to win this by three goals. I think uh, West Ham are having a great season, but I think Liverpool are on top, top form. Um, they're just cruising. Uh, I think they could step up another gear. They've got everything going for them. They've got the momentum. They've got everything going for them this season. And I think they will be typical Liverpool. And uh, I think, yeah, I think they'll win 3 0. And as you can see, I totally agree with you. If only to wind Jake and his dad up. <laughs> I do actually think it is Liverpool. I think West Ham. Uh, having a bit of what I would call a, a Leicester season early. We always got accused of bottling it. I think they uh, they have as well. Uh, Scott, as obviously early doors, of course. Scott's gone 2-1 for Palace, but 4-2 for Liverpool. And that game, of course, Liverpool-West Ham is the late Saturday night kickoff, which means it is on Sky. We're going to be looking at Sunday straight after this. <music> Yep, guys, if you are watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed to the channel, please, please do so. It does help us so very much and we would really appreciate it. 
Um, Watford are hosting Arsenal, and no matter how you look at the form for this one, I've just got to play. Uh, to be fair, your next two fixtures, um, I'm cooling a goal for the two teams because I cannot stand Arsenal. <laughs> he can't and I haven't played it for a while I thought I saw it and thought yeah it's about time we got what I would like to call Steve's finger out there um, he doesn't like Arsenal is, is, is it worth me even asking you if Watford uh, if Arsenal get anything at Watford all I'm going to say on this game is Watford yeah <laughs> man a few words when it comes to these games um, Brad I mean, you'd think Arsenal should get the win here, but Watford seems to be able to be a, just a bit more resilient under Roy Hodgson. Uh, I think it's probably the only manager he knows what to do in a crisis like this, which is mm. trying to get a team that's gone from playing, you know, all out attack and getting battered four ones and four nils and whatnot every week. Because yeah. he got caught out to being very defensive and trying to shut out a game and maybe nick it. They did that against Manchester United. Uh, they did that, obviously. Doing it a lot better under Roy Hodgson. Uh, and this is Arsenal, isn't it? They're still the same Arsenal. They've been a little bit better this season in terms of their results being a bit more positive than negative. But this is still Arsenal. And I'm going to say that Watford get a priceless point here. I'm going to say they draw the game. Right, wow. Um, right, let me get that right. So I put you in there, and you're not you. That was Steve, and that was Brad. By the end of the season, I will get to know what everybody's initials are. I promise you. Uh, Anthony says, uh, 2 0 Arsenal. We're going to show Man United how to beat Watford. Whoa, ouch, but uh, but very true. I mean, I, I'm t I know what I think about Watford, I just want them to go down and disappear on their own backside. Have a couple of seasons down there and then think about coming up when you want to do it properly. You know, as, as a team that sacked their manager when they were in 12th position, how's that working out for you, by the way? You then go and employ a manager who couldn't keep Fulham up the year before. Yes, he, he did win us the Premier League, but, you know, you talk about keeping a team from relegation. He nearly took us that way the season after. But, of course, your directors and owners know best. So you replaced him with a seventy-year-old, seventy-two-year-old, who, let's be honest with you, hasn't had the best success. But he did manage to keep Palace up for a few seasons. That said, he has he has bolstered United Watford's defence, but purely, purely because I just want Watford to go down and I just want them to stay down. And if I was a vet, I would actually put them down. They just annoy me so much. Uh, and, I mean, Arsenal, in fairness to Arsenal, um, you know, they're up there in six. They've won the last three, beating Wolves, Brentford and Wolves again. Um, they drew with Burnley and they lost only 2-1 to Manchester City. I think Arsenal are actually, at the moment, are my favourites for that fourth position. Uh, I, think Man, I think Man United will... Uh, lose it. I think West Ham are slowly starting to bottle it. Um, I don't think Tottenham are... Well, they can't decide what they want to do, can they? Um, how's the cup going for you uh, this year, Tottenham? <laughs> There's not a one in the year, is there? Um, how many years is that without a cup now for Tottenham? Does anybody know? It's a long, long time. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for an Arsenal. I'm going to go for Arsenal here. Um, just for you, Anthony, because you're in. I'm going for Arsenal. Uh, and then, oh, I tell you what, those those executives at Sky, they are having orgasm upon orgasm upon orgasm because they've got a Manchester derby to talk about this weekend. You know, why they are showing any other games, I don't know, because they will be licking the arses of Man United and Manchester City. They've probably started talking about it now, and they've probably got somebody dug up out of the grave that used to play for Manchester City in the 1800s that they're interviewing. Not saying that uh, Sky favour the big six, but you know my feelings. Steve, <laughs> which way, which part of Manchester is going to be the happier? I'm going to go for the red side. Um... I think Man City can't handle defeat. I think they struggle when they uh, do get beaten. I think uh, the turmoil that's going on at Manchester United is 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 going to get them through this game. They're going to be up for it. I don't class local derbies as local derbies anymore because you can't get the passion in the games. Mm. You only get the you only get the passion from the fans. You don't get it on the pitch. You're not allowed to do it on the pitch anymore. I think if you're allowed to rough each other up a bit and do stuff, then fair enough, you'd get better games. But with this no-touch mentality, I think all your local derbies are going out the window. So on the playing side of it, I think Manchester are going to, United are going to win this one. And I think Just as amazing. well, Steve... I think with, with the local derbies, and I said this with with, with the, when Leicester played Forest, I think, and no disrespect to them, but with all the non-English or non-British fans players in a team, that they don't know what it means, you know, to somebody that's come over from Italy or Belgium. What, what do they know about a Leicester Nottingham Forest derby? They don't. Um, but you know, Manchester United are in turmoil, Brad. Are you going to be a red or a blue? Do I have to Oh. Oh, this is just one of them. I don't really like predicting, to be honest with you. Um, oh, this is an annoying game to try and predict because I don't know what I want. To happen, I'm not really bothered. No, do I just go for a draw because I don't really care about either of them? Do I go for a Manchester United and then that leaves the door open for Liverpool? Which scenario is the least detestable to surrender? And I think it's <laughs> going to be Man City winning this game and just keeping themselves on top for now. I don't want to say either of them, but I don't think it's going to end in a draw. So I will go for Man City, but ugh. yeah. Next game. Dorco says he hates City more than United. Really? Now, here's something you're not going to see very often. A Liverpool fan, and good evening, Jordan, how the devil are you, has gone for a Man United win. Really? And I can say uh, Jeff's gone for an easy win for City. And Anthony, the Arsenal fan's gone Man City 2-1. Do you know what? I don't. I have respect for Man United for what they, they achieved under Fergie. What gets me is that it's the fans of Manchester United are a lot more. What's the word? I can't think of the right word, but 
they, they sort of have this sort of we are Man United, we should be winning things mentality. And no, you shouldn't. As I, I, I can't, you know, I say this all the time. Pre Fergie, Man United were just an Arsenal or a Spurs at the moment. That's all you were. Fergie came in, and after a couple of seasons, he made you a brilliant club. He was a brilliant manager. You deserved everything you got. But he's gone. And you can't just say, well, because we won it under Fergie, that we're going to win it, everything like that. There's no humility about Manchester United fans. That's what they are lacking. Where Man City, you know, their fans, they've been down there. They were in League One like we were. They know what it's like. And, they, you know, they do have the humility. So just for the fact that I hate Manchester United so much now, I'm going to go for a Manchester City win. And it's uh, as simple as that. I just think Man United fans need to to have a to have a dose of reality and uh, see see where it's coming from. Um, we're going to come now. <laughs> a, quick, a quick question here: Would Steve ever pick an Arsenal win? I think the answer to that is no, isn't it? It's a it's a personal thing with me with um, Arsenal and Tottenham. It's no disrespect to. You know the Arsenal fans or the yeah. the Tottenham fans, but it's a thing that's in me that, through personal reasons, that I, I don't yeah. like Arsenal and I don't like Tottenham. Um, and, and we it, respect every that. Game, every game I watch, it's it's it, it just fills me because I watched the middle of the Tottenham game, and I thought how disrespectful Tottenham were every time they went six or seven players chasing the referee for every decision, and mm. and, and and it just winds me up so much. And you go into the same thing as that Arsenal and Tottenham, they're in the mindset there, like you just said about Man United, we should be winning everything. No, you shouldn't be winning everything. And that's what it is with me. And uh, I can't I can't see past that. And I, I don't yeah. know if people understand the, the way I feel, but that's... Oh, I totally understand you, because I think I'm saying exactly the same thing about Arsenal, to be honest. Um, about Man United, to be honest with you, um, I've yet to, you know, really meet many Man United fans who have that um, uh, humility about them. That said, we're going to have to play this again for the. Uh, to be fair, your next two fixtures, um, I'm cooling a goal for the two teams because I cannot stand Arsenal. And I, cannot stand, <laughs> and I cannot stand Tottenham. So, but. So I've already got you in there, Steve, for an Everton win, totally against the form book. Um, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to see Tottenham um, lose to Middlesbrough the other night, wasn't it, Brad? Yeah, it's always fun, isn't it? Especially when the highlight of their season is coming at me for um, some some of their fans coming at me and giving me stick about losing to Forest and. Yeah, ours was a lot worse, but you still didn't you still didn't win the competition, so that's what matters, you know. Your FA yeah. Cup, you're out. Carabao Cup, you're out. Europe, you sacked yourself out. Yes. Premier League, way out. So it's good to know that Spurs are continuing in a massive trend, most consistent side in the division. And the problem is they're playing an Evanston side that are in free fall, that are beating... Or and Wood 1 0, and their fans are probably celebrating it. I mean, I remember, didn't Richarlison do some like really over exaggerated celebration when they knocked out like someone like Lincoln City in extra time or something? So they're probably yeah. all having a party about that win, taking photos in the change room like Arsenal did that one season. 
um, when they did it on a certain Valentine's Day. And I just don't like Everton's mentor. I don't like the way the players seem to conduct themselves no matter who's in charge of them. I think they've been a bit poor this season. I know they've had injuries, but I still feel they've let managers down. Um, I think it was easy for them to not try too hard for Rafa because he was already a, a wanted man from them to fans in terms of they weren't happy with his connection with the club. I don't think they particularly care too much for Lampard either, and I don't think that's helping. So as much as I'd love to say that Spurs are going to lose this game, I think they're going to win it because Everton are, like Leeds right now, they're scarily in bad form and, and could really maybe see a couple of teams stay up or at least a team that stay up that shouldn't stay up but because of Leeds' free fall, they've been able to catch up sort of thing. I, I really I really fear for Everton uh, and I think Tottenham are going to get a winner. I must admit... Um, it's reverse psychology. I don't mean any of it. <laughs> uh, I and I see where I see where you're coming from as well with that, Brad. I just want to say though, and I don't know if anybody was watching. I didn't realise Everton uh, Bournemouth was on ITV tonight, um, but it is. And in fairness, and I thought this was actually a really really nice uh, gesture. The uh, Frank Lampard, as Everton manager, had sent the manager of Boreham Wood a text saying, "Well, basically along the lines of, well done at getting where you are. We look forward to seeing you. To you, seeing you, we will give you a really warm welcome, and we'll have a drink after the match." And I just thought, what? And and he was totally touched by it. You know, it made his day. You know, that a Premier League manager had gone out of his way to do that. So I've got to say, Frank, well done, mate. Um, I this is where we can read that Boreham would have scored a, a late equaliser and they go on to win it, and uh, he doesn't invite him in. <laughs> yeah, I just think, I just for me, it it says a lot about the man that he actually took the time to do that. And I know it's only what two minutes, but but it was the time to do it. Oh. That said, with this one, Spurs are so erratic at the moment. Um, Scott's gone for a draw, and I think I might have to agree with you, Scott, to be honest with you. Um, Everton are away, so I don't think they would have enough to, to beat Spurs, but you just don't know if Spurs, and it's all gone off the rails, you know. Conte was the new, you know, coming. They had three wins or six wins, was it, without losing when he first came in. So I am going to go for a, a draw there with that one. And that is it. But I just, if I can, um, I will come back to that in a second. I just want to share something with the uh, with you guys, um, which is, if I can just get it up here, and I think it's well worth well worth a look. Um, and that is how long since Tottenham last won a trophy. And can I just say, when I actually type that into Google and I put how long since, one of the options that Google gave me was Tottenham won a trophy. Oh, <laughs> I think yeah. I have to complete it. And it is 14 years, three months. I thought it was longer than that, in fairness, but I think they won a League Cup in something like 2008 or something, didn't they? If my uh, if my memory serves me right, yeah. Um, but yeah, fourteen years, three days, four hours, twenty-seven minutes, twelve seconds, thirteen seconds, fourteen seconds. I might even just keep that as my uh, 
as my screensaver. <laughs> Classic. I love that. Oh, if only TM was in. If only TM was in tonight, she would absolutely hate me. Right. So let me uh, just bring the other one back up and then we can um, just quickly run through them. Um, so here we go. And there, there we go. So um, we've all gone for Leicester to beat Leeds. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie to you, Steve. That's a bit worrying for you when you <laughs> predict Leicester to win. So if we do do the watch along and we lose, I'm not going to say it's my watch along. I'm saying it's you predicting that we're going to win it. Mm. Um, Brad thinks that Villa will get a point to Southampton. We've both, both me and Steve, have gone for the away win. Um, Steve thinks Burnley will do something. Well done, Steve. Um, Chelsea. As what the rest of us have gone for, the rest of us, the other two of us have gone for, but we all think Newcastle are going to beat Brighton. And um, Brad, I'm sorry, I think you're going to be in trouble again. So much trouble. Um, you want to just say, just say Brighton on the show and then message me afterwards and I'll change it. Okay, Dale, <laughs> Dale, she won't know. They just say, whenever mm -hmm. Brighton comes, say Brighton are going to win, message me afterwards and I'll put it back. Um, Two of us think that it's going to be a draw in, in the basement battle between Norwich and Brentford. Uh, Steve and me think it's a draw. Wolves Palace, Brad's going for the Wolves win. Liverpool, everybody's gone for Liverpool against West Ham. Uh, we, we literally a clean sweep of uh, Watford-Arsenal. Uh, we know Steve would go for Watford. Brad's gone for the draw and I've gone for Arsenal. Just remember that, Anthony. Just remember I've gone for Arsenal there. Man City for two of us, Man United for Steve. And again, with Spurs, Everton, it's across the board, one each. I'm going to ask you this now, guys, though, because we are getting now down to the sort of the last uh, quarter of the season nearly. Um, I'll say good evening to uh, the Football United. How the devil are you, sir? I'm never sure which one it is with Football United. So uh, let me know your name. I'll give you a shout out. And Dorka says, never saw Steve Linux enough live. That was my courting years. <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, I can't say anything, Dorco, because I don't know who you were courting at the time. But um, if you're not married, or maybe you should have been watching Steve instead. <laughs> thanks, he says, and uh, Andy says, thanks, Chris. I know you would pick Arsenal. I mean, I mean, Dorco. I mean, in fairness, how many hours are there in a week? I mean, let's just work this out quickly because. There's 24, it's 24 by 7, isn't it? Because I can't do that in my head. 168 hours a week, and you couldn't spare Steve Linux 90 minutes of that. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at you, Dorco. I'm shocked. You can't call yourself a Leicester fan when you're putting girlfriends above Leicester City. Sorry, mate. Sorry, I've, I've just, what can I say? What can I say? Uh, Matt, good evening, Matt. So it is Matt all the time. Um, thanks very much for that, Matt. How are you? Not seen you for a while. Hope you're safe. I want to get some early predictions here, and I know it will probably change each week. Um, first of all, from each, both of you, title, City or Liverpool? This week could really be the, the mix. This could be the decider if if one of these slip. I think the other one just has too much initiative going into their their game when they meet later on. Uh, I just still can't look past Man City 
I think they're a stronghold. So I'm still giving the edge right now to Man City. But yeah. uh, after Steve? this weekend, we'll see. Steve, would you agree with that? Hard one to call, but mm. um, that's why I, I asked it. <laughs> I like I like Liverpool at the moment, and I think the uh, the momentum's with Liverpool. I think they're involved in quite a few uh, competitions, which is going to keep them um, keep them nice and sharp. Yeah, so. uh, it is going to have an effect. Obviously, the Champions League, whoever gets knocked out first, will have less games. You see, I like Man City. Okay, because I know I know their fans have been where 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 we've been. Um, but then again, I, I, I like Liverpool. I like the old way Liverpool used to play and the standards they had. Um, you know, I never forget um, when... Uh, I don't know if you're playing then, Steve, when we beat them twice in a season and still got relegated. Um, yeah, even, even in my years when we were yeah. playing, you know, we, we were the bogey team for them. Uh, for Liverpool. I, I love the fact that the, 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 you know, the Liverpool manager, I think it was Shankly at the time, came out and said mm, they, were be- they were the better side. They deserved it, you know. That that was the old Liverpool. But if they do win it, it gives them two titles. And they've still only got one the same as us at the moment. So I'm going to have to go for Man City for me. And Steve, you first. Three that are going to go down. Three that are going to go down. Oh. Um, Norwich. Um, I'd like to see Burnley stay up. Um, it's hard to say, to be honest. Um, let me see where the points are towards the bottom. Uh, I'm going to say hmm. Norwich, Watford and Everton. Yes, um, that's a good, good shout. Um, Brad, I'm just thinking mine now. Uh, ooh. I'm gonna say, <sighs> Watford leads Burnley in that order from bottom to top. Wow, uh, of the bottom three. So you think Norwich are going to uh, stay up? Yeah, I think, I think Watford have done. Norwich have shown me enough to say that they've got more about them to put a run together. I think maybe Burnley are starting to realise, unfortunately, they've left the mountain too long to kind of climb, despite better results. Um, they look a bit lethargic. It looks like they've exerted a lot of energy to make sure they play catch-up to get to the point where they are. I could still be proven wrong. But I just don't know. Maybe Frank Lampard's just about to go and get away with Everton. But I think it's going to be one of them where we go. He's, I've said it before and I've said it for a while. I'm going to stick to it. He's going to go down to the last day of the season where there's still going to be at least four, if not five teams in that final spot, probably, or maybe final two spots. But right now, looking at how they're playing, I think Burnley have too much. Uh, Watford are just way too inconsistent. I, I, I think... Um, Roy Hodgson's way too late in appointment and change. I should have done it instead of Ranieri if they wanted his effect for me. I think Leeds are in free-for-all. I don't think this manager changed anything because the players they need to stay up or out still for a long period of time. So, Well, yeah. now I, can see, I'm, I'm, I was just, I'm surprised, but it's nice for somebody to sort of go for something different. But 
like Steve, I do think that um, we're looking at Norwich and Watford down, and I, I really do want them to go down because I think they disrespect they disrespect other clubs because they say they come up. Uh, somebody said on the show earlier that they come up, they um, take the money, they go down, they get the parachute payment, they come back up, they get the money, they come back down, get the parachute payment. Maybe that's the way they want to run the club. But A, you're disrespecting um, tw um, 18 other teams in the Premier League and you're also disrespecting 22 other teams in the Championship by doing that. So I hope that both of them bugger off and keep out of the Premier League for a few seasons. And I don't want to see them again. I want to see other teams get the chance. Um, and if they fail, they fail. But, you know, Sheffield United have proved you can stay up for a season. Leeds United have. Watford and Norwich, you're just pain in the arse. I have a sad feeling for Leeds United, to be honest with you. I think it might be Leeds this season. I don't think they've got the right manager in. I think it was a mistake. Because he's now going to come in with... OK, he's got the same players, so he might get an odd, a little bit of a bounce. Hopefully not with them playing us. But I also think he's going to take those players. And he's probably going to play differently to Bielsa. Well, he's got, he's got 10 games to get them used to playing that way, which they haven't been doing. So I just think I think it's, it's a stupid, stupid move. So I'm going to go Norwich, Watford and Leeds with Everton just about scraping it, probably on the last day. Uh, if Norwich stay up, says um, Scott, then it'll be Watford, Leeds and Everton. Um, he says his top four are Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, West Ham. Can't stand any of the others. It's as good a reason as any, Scott. You've just heard what I've just been saying. Uh, and Jeff says Man City title, Norwich, Watford and Brentford relegated. Been a while since all three that came up have gone down. Um but it could happen. And just for anybody who's still interested, we're currently now at 14 years, three days, four hours, 37 minutes and 25 seconds. Just to keep everybody updated on how long since Tottenham Hotspur. That could be a new game. That could be on my quiz, couldn't it? How long since Tottenham Hotspur have won a, uh, won a trophy? I'm going to think about that. Right, Steve, mate, thank you very much for coming on again. Um, messing you about with the days, I know, but blame Leicester and, and, uh, and, and their matches. Um, back to Tuesday next week, if that's okay. Yeah, great, fantastic, brilliant. Because we've got a, a small matter of playing a little French team on uh, on the Thursday. Uh, Steve, all the best to you and your family. Take care, stay safe, and thanks for doing this every week for us. You're welcome. I enjoy it. Brilliant, great to have you on. Take care, Steve. All the best. See you later, Steve. Very much. See you later. Bye bye. And to you as well, Brad. As always, you come on and you help me out and you cover and um, brilliant. Just tell people where they can find you. Yeah, so pretty much just follow me on Twitter. That's at Full Time Focus. You'll see me rambling like an idiot on there and sharing content from shows that I'm on. Obviously, mainly find me here if you if you're a Leicester fan. So make sure you subscribe here first, most of all. But yeah, Full Time Focus is my Twitter handle. That's where you'll. You'll find me. Uh, yeah, Anthony says I should keep that on all my streams. Might just do that. Might just do that. Um, has it been? It hasn't been as long for Arsenal, has it? Uh, and of course, if you are looking for Scott, uh, for Scott, for Brad, other than being on here, just find him on a Brighton and Hove Albion stream somewhere in Humble Pie. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll find him. 
Brad, all the best, mate. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, mate. Hopefully, see you uh, seven o'clock. No, seven o'clock. I've jumped. A, I've jumped a week. Three thirty, three forty-five-ish on Saturday after the match. Um, yeah, hopefully, talking <laughs> about a win. Hopefully, so well we again could get a bit used to this, couldn't we? Really, and okay, Scott, okay. I've got to just put this up, and this was nothing to do with me, Brad. Honestly, but if you want to know where you can find Brad, well, I mean, guilt is charged, Your Honour. <laughs> All the best to both of you, both you and Chloe. Uh, have a good uh, next couple of days, and I will see you on Saturday night, mate. Take care. Thank you very much, mate. I'll see you then. Cheers. Bye bye. And again, if you are still wondering, yeah, there we go. It's now 40 minutes and seven seconds. 14 years, three days, four hours, 40 minutes and 13 seconds since Spurs last won a trophy. Are we ever going to get bored with that? Let us let us see. Maybe not. What I do want to show you is, though, that um, I don't know if anybody watches the BBC and you watch um, Michael McIntyre's big show, um, does anybody know, does anybody know, <laughs> coming in from a Man United fan there, cheers, Matt, um, does anybody know the centre-wall game? Whoops. Sorry, that, that wasn't actually on purpose. I did not I did mean not to do that. Um, yeah, does anybody watch centre-wall? Well, on our... Post, uh, opposition show the other day I was talking to um, to, to Dan, uh, Burnley fan and West Ham were playing that night so I thought I would do my own version of Send to All but it was kind of called Send to One and didn't work out but I enjoyed it and I think it's worth a quick look, you can find this on the channel but this is worth a quick look here we go Well, let's have a look, shall we? Let's have a look at the scores on the doors, Miss Ford. <laughs> oh, you... oh, oh, it's finished. It's over. Oh, yes, we're summer out. Jake, <laughs> if you're watching this, Jake. <laughs> Southampton beat them 3 1. That's not a bad season. I can't. You, you can see this, can you? No, no, can't see it. You can't it's just see it. You no, on the screen. I see why because I've not added it in. Here we go. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, we're discussing the FA Cup in our post-match review. Just no piss. I feel like Michael McIntyre here doing centre wall. <laughs> just, <laughs> just noticed your score. Oh dear. Oh, we've had a text back. Um, who's who's Chubby? Who's who's who's, who's Mr. Cox? Who's Chubby? <laughs> <laughs> has he has he replied? No, I'm just saying that that would be oh. on the centre wall. We've had a message oh, from somebody yeah. called Chubby. <laughs> who's Chubby? Who's Chubbs? Who's Chubbs? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Jakey boy. West Ham season 
starting to fall To be fair, Chris, they were lucky to get through, weren't they? I mean... They were, yes. We could have a PMSL on the end, why not? Why not? Why not? And it's sent. And it's sent. Let's see, because he's probably in the car coming back now. Jake, I love that. So I you, absolutely love doing that live on air. If we're doing this properly, we've got to go back and see if we've had any replies. <laughs> to, 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 to the, usually, to the usually the replies are from Ofcom. <laughs> <laughs> and funnily enough, Jake is very quiet. Mm. Ah. Yes. Um, he must. Oh, yeah, it didn't quite come off because I think he was probably asleep in the car coming home. But, yeah, yeah. I said, I should say in, in my defence that prior to that, I did actually was on the chats of one of his shows uh, when this was an FA Cup preview, and he did actually rub it in about us getting lost, knocked out to, to Nottingham Forest. So, that was kind of coming. It was kind of coming. Um, yeah, Scott said, ha I've seen this earlier. Says, take all, everybody, and stay safe. We're going to be back tomorrow at uh, 7 o'clock uh, with me and Craig and the Leeds preview show. And then 9 o'clock, and we're going to be over on Turf's channel, Turf Morehouse TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm going to be there and um, doing doing this all over again, doing the predictions. So, and then it's the watch along on Saturday. This is the Leicester to I Die watch along show. Join in the chat and don't forget to subscribe. It is. We'll be doing that at 12 o'clock and I'll be joined by Connor, a Leicester, oh, sorry, a Leeds fan. It might be a Leicester fan. I don't know, but he's definitely a Leeds fan. He'll be joining us for the watch along. Um, last couple of comments here. Um, Chris, Newcastle undefeated in February. They're doing well. Well, I think we all went for the Newcastle win. So, yeah. And Dorka, it's an early start. And that's what worries me because we've never, we've not done well in the early starts this um this, this this season, in fact, in most seasons, I can remember under Martin O'Neill, I think we very rarely won on an early start. Anyway, it's the joy of being in the Premier League, the joy of being on television, and the joy of being on YouTube. Thank you to everybody that has watched this. I really do appreciate it. Um, my big, big thanks to, to Steve Linex, of course, um, for giving him his time. For those of us of a certain age, great, great Leicester City player. And, of course, thanks to Brad as always. And then in the comments, of course, Anthony, um, <laughs> you bring it up, bring it up, Tottenham, low, low, low. No, I can't do it again, but I am, I am thinking of ideas around this. Um, so thanks to Anthony, Dorco, Scott for modding in there. Thanks very much, Jeff, all the way from the Philippines. Thanks very much, Jeff. Um, Matt from Football United, thanks for popping in. Um, it, it, it's been a pleasure Pleasure having you in, um, uh, uh, <laughs> as the actress said to the Archbishop. And if you've been watching this, as I say, on YouTube, please, please give us a like and please subscribe to the channel. It really is a great help. And if you're watching it or listening to this on uh, catch-up on podcast form, whether that's Amazon, uh, Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, or Podcast Addict, 
Thank you so much for listening. And if you've got smart speakers, just say to your smart speaker, play the podcast, Lester, till I die. And you will be able to listen to me in full flow. I will see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Thanks to everybody. Uh, Remember what I always say. Take care. Enjoy yourself. But don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Mm. Leaves it open. Good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye. And see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.